doing a series on the, the temple of Solomon. Solomon means peacefulness or peace of God. And we all know that peace of God surpasses all understanding. We all know that it guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And we know that there are certain stages as far as the building of the temple is concerned. Before we can build anything, you do know that we have to prepare for the building. You just don't start building. No man goes to build any house without third foot counting the cost, right? Or he'll look like a fool, you know, he'll start something and can't finish. So we have to count the cost of what we're talking about building, right? We have to count the cost. Now, David, which means the beloved of God, that's the soul. Now here's David. And David is the father of Solomon. We all know that. But God told David, David, you can't build my temple. Your soul can't build a temple in you. Can't do it. He said, David, you, 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 you got too much blood on your hand to do this. You know. You see, when we were in the world of sin, we had too much blood on our hand to build anything for God. You understand what I'm trying to say. Now, the shedding of blood, it comes in many different ways, church. It comes through our tongue, through our hands, through our feet. There's many ways to shed innocent blood. Many ways. And that's what we do before we're saved. And sometimes after we say, we spill a lot of blood. And we're not able to build God's temple. But what we are able to do is this. David conceded to the fact that he could not build the temple. But what he could do was he could get up the gold and the silver and the bronze and the iron, he could really, really, really stack up billions of dollars worth of stuff to build the temple when the right one came along to build it. It's sort of like, okay, I can't be there with you, but I can be there with you in the spirit. Or, I can't send you overseas, but I can finance your sister. 
your situation so that you can go overseas to do the work of the Lord. What I'm trying to say, church, is that we're all important. Everybody, I keep going over this over and over and over. We are all important in the body of Christ. There are no big eyes and little U's. We are all important. You remember the hangnail? If it gets rusted up, you'll see how important it is. You think it's insignificant until that thing gets crazy on you and your whole body will go to Harley for relief. How do you spare relief? Jesus. It's the only way I know. Because I've tried every other way. It didn't work. The Bible says in 1 Kings, 5th chapter, starting at verse 1, and Hiram, Hiram means pure. But before I go here, I want us to, you don't have to go there, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. You write it down. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 and 17 talks about, because we're talking about the preparation of the building of the temple. We've got to find out what the temple is. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse 16 and 17, it's like, know ye not that ye, your body is the temple of God, that ye are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwell in you. It says something to that so we're that temple that's being built. So that lets me know that there is a secret in the Old Testament. That's why Paul keeps saying it's a shadow of things to come. There's a secret. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to give you the keys to the mystery of this thing. Keys unlocked. So let's see what they were doing back here. Because what they were doing back here in the Old Testament is not a history lesson. It's a lesson in spirituality. And that's where the church is going wrong. They understand church, but they don't understand spirit. They understand the protocol of church, but they don't understand the protocol of the spirit of the living God as it builds in us. That's why we have, so I don't care where I go, can't nobody do it like HOD when it comes to spirit. I don't care what nobody says. I'm not crazy, and I give honor to God for it. But see, you never understand what you got here until you reach that level of spirit. And the only way you're going to reach that level of spirit is that you got to go around and you got to become sick and tired of church. And when you become sick and tired of church, I had a guy come from Atlanta. He said, look, he said, uh, one of the friends that came with him, he said, I want you to go and I want you to look at my church on Facebook. Went at it, all they did was bang their head. That's all they did. And the other, my partner there, he was sitting there, the other one that brought him from Atlanta, he was sitting there, and he was waiting on me to explain something before he got in. Because he's ready to get in, but he, you know, he, he's holding his peace. Man of knowledge speaks fairness. So I look at it. I look at it for about 15 minutes, ain't nothing but hooping, hollering, and shouting. They're over in the corner, beating their head. They're falling all over the, the chairs and stuff. I said, wow. I'm saying that to myself. By the time it's over, I say to myself, I say, okay. I say, now, I ain't heard no word yet. They still falling, yeah. I say, now, 
the, 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 it's almost at the end of the service, but I still ain't heard no word. So I'm saying now, what's going to happen on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday when that thing hit them? What are they going to fall back on? The flow. <laughs> I'm about to get over here because you're getting me in trouble. So, so, but you're right. So I said to myself, so as soon as I said that, you know, then my other partner said, he said, you know what? He said, I was about to say the same thing. He said, you know, I, I just came from Texas. I was out there a week and I went around to all kinds of churches. And my spirit was just grieved. And then I, I'm out here in Atlanta and I'm going around to all kinds of churches. And my spirit is just grieved. He said, it's something just ain't right. And he said, everybody, even my mama, telling me I'm crazy. But he said, I finally figured out that I'm not crazy because there's somebody else that sees what I see. I said, sure it is. I said, you're not alone. I said, they've been telling him that he's crazy because he didn't do it like they did it because he saw that there was more to it. And he, would, he wasn't going to be satisfied. So he said, I thank God. And then the light came on to the other little fella, and he said, you know what? You're right. Ain't no worry. It ain't nothing but excitement. I said, yeah, and God don't run on excitement and emotion. That's not the spirit. That's emotion. That's what they designed you to do. But let me tell you what the real thing is. I'm going to show it to you in this word here. I'm going to show you what the real thing is. Because remember now, God's word says that praise is a sacrifice. Right? I'm talking about Jeremiah, what, 33, 11? Praise is a sacrifice. Bring in a sacrifice of praise. That's a good thing to do. But the word of God also says that God desires knowledge over sacrifice. So... <laughs> So God desires that you know him. The knowledge of him, what he's talking about in this word, as a reference to your life, more so than you just coming to church, giving him some praise, but you don't know what you're doing. You don't have no understanding on what you're doing. You see, see, in all your wisdom, Wisdom is the principal thing. But in all your wisdom, you need to get some understanding on this thing. And that's what God wants us to have, some understanding on his word. Can I get an amen, H.O.D.? That's right. I mean, we're word class team here. We, we're about the word. We're about word. So let's see what God is saying in the spirit realm about how we are to prepare this temple. Because I'm thinking about doing a series that's going to take it from the preparation all the way to the feeling of God's spirit in it. Where everything else is run out and can't nobody go up in there. See, that's what we're shooting for. Amen. We're shooting for God's glory to be so powerful in us until can't nothing else enter in. There are some things we got to do here in order to make that happen. It says in verse 5 here, chapter 5, verse 1, 1 Kings. Says and Hiram, which means pureness, 
purity of God. The Bible tells us the book of uh, Matthew 5, I think 5 in the Beatitudes, that blessed are the pure in heart. So they're the ones that's going to see God. And he called them, yeah. They're the ones that'll see God. Those who are pure in heart. Hiram, he's the king of Tyre, which is the king of the rock. <laughs> Did you not know that the pureness of God, that's, that's, that's the king of the, uh, 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 that's the king, that's the rulership of the rock, which is Jesus Christ. That's why they brought the three, uh, 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 the three, Present to Jesus because he was pure in the body, in the flesh, I mean in the soul, and in the spirit. Gold, purity in the spirit. Myrrh, purity in the flesh. Frankincense, purity in the soul. He was pure all the way around. So, pureness ruled in Jesus Christ, the rock. You see, so Hiram, the king of Tyre, he sent his service unto the spirit of peacefulness, the peace of God, Solomon, peacefulness. For he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. And Hiram, which is the pureness of God, was ever a lover of David. Do you not know that the pureness of God loves our soul, regardless of what condition it's in? He was a lover of David. He's a lover of the beloved of God. Our souls are the apple of God's eye. So this word here talks about a conversation beginning to take place. Verse 2 says, And Solomon mm -hmm, sent to Hiram, saying, You see, there's a conversation beginning to take place between the pureness of God, Hiram, and the peacefulness of God. But here's the catch. Here's the catch right here. There's a thing in the middle of pureness and peacefulness within us. There's a thing in the middle called self. Mm -hmm. Until, did you not know that until you decide to allow a conversation, a covenant conversation to happen between the spirit of pureness in you and the spirit of peacefulness in you until you allow it to happen, you're going to always have drama in your life. You stand in the middle. You're the one that makes the covenant between the pureness of God in you and the peace of God in you so that they can start building the temple. They got to prepare it first. They got to go in a conversation here with each other. Now, people that love drama in their life, they will never have that covenant between the pureness of God and the peace of God. It'll, it'll never happen because self is in the way. Uh, am I making myself clear up in here? The Bible tells us here that Solomon sent to Hiram Spirit of peace was sent to the spirit of pureness in us, saying, Thou knowest that David, my father, could not build a house unto the name of the Lord his God, for the what? Wars. 
which were about him on what? Every side. Oh, man, he loved drama, didn't he? Until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. See, David was a man of drama. He loved drama. But peace don't love drama. Drama can't build the temple of God. Verse 4 says, But now the Lord my God has given me what? Rest. On every side. So that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. I'm talking about the preparation of the building of the temple. And you are that temple. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says. And behold, I purpose mm -hmm, to do what? Build a house unto the name of the Lord. Look at Mark 12.27. Behold now, he says, I purpose to build a house unto the name of my God. Unto the name of of the Lord my God. He purpose. Mark 12, 27 says, first of all, look, I am not the God of the dead, but I'm the God of the living. Now watch this. Go back up there right before that. He says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do you see that? Alright, watch this. He didn't say I was. He said I am. That puts that thing in a present tense. So what God is saying to us is that I'm the God of faith, Abraham. I'm the God of your faith. I am the God of your joy, Isaac. And I'm the God of your mind, which is Jacob. That's what I am. Not I was. No. I am. I am means right now. This is what I am to you now. That's why he says, I'm not the God of the dead. See, looking at him, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the historical sense, they dead men. He said, I ain't no God or no dead men. That meant that whatever they are, they still alive with it. Faith. Abraham, Joy, Isaac, and the transition of your mind, Jacob, the supplanter. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm the God of this. I'm the one that brings it alive in you and keeps it alive in you. So here's where spiritual teachings go beyond historical, physical theology. Because the preacher of theology, the only thing that he can do is tell you the story of Abraham. No. No. I'm not interested in the story of Abraham. But I am interested in the spirit of Abraham, which is faith. I am interested in that. Because I can bring that and incorporate it in my life. Are you with me, church? The word of God says... As the Lord spake unto David my father, verse 5, 
thy son, thy builder, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build a house unto my name. You see, peacefulness, the peace of God, is the son of David or the builder. We know that the son means it's a builder. And the peacefulness of God, which is a spirit, it rules in every one of our rooms, which is our souls, every one of our houses. You see, there is a spirit of peacefulness in every one of us. That's why it says, I whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room. You got it in your room, your soul. Everybody else got it in there, and I got it in mine. And verse 6 says, And therefore command thou that they hew me cedar trees, which are firmness, out of Lebanon. Lebanon means the mountain of purity, the height of purity, whiteness. So, Whatever it is that's given here, it is commanded. It is commanded. Therefore, command thou that they hear me. See the trees out of Lebanon. See, he didn't want any kind of see the trees, but he wanted the firm pureness that comes out of the best of the pureness of God. Lebanon means mountain of whiteness, pureness. All right? Now, in, in other words, he wanted the pureness that comes from a high altitude in God. That's what he wanted. Now, the word of God says here, and my servants shall be with thy servants. Unity. How can two walk together unless they agree? You've got to be in unity. Without unity, there's nothing. Ain't no happening. A house divided don't will not stand. In order for this building to take place, a covenant must be made between the pureness of God and the peacefulness of God by way of the individual's agreement. You got to agree to it before it can take place. You got to agree as to whether you want to have what we call the norm. Or do you want to go higher? Now, let me tell you something. When you're going to a higher level, you, you, you're not going to understand the diet right off the bat. It takes a while for you to sojourn there before it starts clicking. So sometimes the knowledge don't click right then. Because you're in a place where you're not used to being in God. If it was just Two times two equal four. But now you've been in the church now. You can't jump from two plus two equal four, normal arithmetic, and go to trigonometry without having a sojourn in that area for quite a while to get it together. But if you have, then you'll begin to understand, okay, you, you, you know, this is an acquired doctrine here for the Lord. It's a special doctrine. It's not the same as what you, the normal church is used to. Because we didn't start out to be like them. We will never be like them. We don't want to be like them. 
We have our own identity here at House of Destiny. And our identity here at House of Destiny is to be spiritual people who receive spiritual food from God. We don't care about the historical food of God. We don't care about the doctrines of the church. No, we're only concerned with the message of the kingdom. It's the kingdom of God that we're interested in. So here we have a chance to grow in the spirit. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. That's why we, God has to handpick special people to come here and continue. See, this thing is handpicked by God. That's why you can't make it a quick thing. Because it don't happen like that. Not with this. If we just want another church, that would be good. But we wanted more. We came away from that other because we weren't satisfied. That they weren't giving us what we desired from God. We knew that there was more. We knew. We knew. says in verse 6 here, 1 King chapter 5, Now therefore command that they hew me, that we shall cut five trees out of Lebanon, and my servant shall be with thy servant, and unto thee will I give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like the Sidonians. The Sidonians mean catchers of fish, which means catchers of truth. And it's saying here, can't nobody, nobody, this is what Solomon is saying to Hiram. Solomon is saying to Hiram, can't nobody, in other words, the peacefulness of God is saying to the pureness of God, can't nobody hew out the truth like y'all can. See, peacefulness understands that it can't do this thing without the pureness of God. The pureness of God knows that it has a commitment to, to, to work with the peace of God once the individual allows it to happen. We're the one that stands in the way as to whether the, we can either stand in the way to keep the covenant apart or we can get out of the way and allow the covenant to come together. It's up to us. Now, the word of God in verse 9 says here, My servant shall bring them down. Notice that they shall bring them down. That means they're in a hot place, don't they? They shall bring them down from where? Lebanon. So something is coming out of the height of pureness. Uh-huh. My servant shall bring them down from Lebanon unto where? The spirit. See, what happens is, is God has to take and allow the servants of the pureness of God to bring forth that timber, that firmness, out of the mountain of purity, level, and bring it down from above and place it into your spirit. You understand what I'm saying here? We are looking for things on the level of the earth to bring it to our spirit, to build us, to make us feel like we're somebody. That ain't the way it works. It works from above. He says here that 
My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will convey them by sea. Mm -hmm. Spirit. Whatever we get from above has got to be conveyed to us by way of the Spirit. In float unto the place that thou shalt appoint me. See, he didn't bring it and place it where it wanted. Yeah. It, yeah, where the peacefulness of God, the peace of God wants it to be. See, that's what you call working in unity. See, listen to the pureness of God understands the protocol of God. The peace of God understands the protocol of God. So, pureness knows what it's supposed to do, and it knows what it's supposed to do. And it comes over here, and it only places what it's supposed to place where the peace of God tells it to place it. Do you understand me? We're talking about protocol here. Now, here are two leaders, Hiram and Solomon, two kings, but they understand protocol. They understand that. See, they ain't got no, see, they got one thing in common, and that's to get that temple built. They ain't worried about who the king here, who the king there. You know my country, they know they need each other. I'm talking about unity here, people. Amen. See, some people can't work together because, you see, they got the wrong spirit. Amen. If it don't go that way, they don't work right. Yeah. We gotta learn how to. See, every good leader knows when to fall. Every good leader. You, you understand? Here's a man as a king, but he knew that when he bring the stuff over here, he got to follow the order of the king over here. And didn't mind doing it. And all he said, the only thing I want you to do for me, spirit of peace from the song, is that you feed my servants when they get over here because they're going to need food. So we have to feed God's people the word of God. So as the Spirit works in them toward us to build this temple, then we have to be there to feed God's people so that they have strength to continue to bring that which is up top from God down. And I'm making sense. We do this on every level of our life. We do it in, our, in ourselves first and then in our family. Because if you're meditating, if you jacked up your family, it's going to be jacked up. And if your family jacked up, when you come into the house of the Lord, you're going to try to mess the house up too. So it all starts right here. Right here. In this temple. But see, what we do is, we blame everybody else. You know, those folks over there, they ain't right. No, you ain't right. You want. You sometimes. You might show up, you might not show up. See, you sometimes, see, how you gonna trust her sometimes? Look here, when I was in the military, and it's other people been in the military in here, okay. If you ain't on no boat, you'll get somebody to kill you. Will always steal something? Amen. So what's gonna happen when we go to war? And you're in the Okay. So you can't be elevated in your life. You can't be elevated no matter how nobody knows what you're going to give me the knock. You understand what I'm saying? You don't call nobody, you don't let nobody know that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm going to tell it. Uh-uh. No, we're going to straighten this. We have to. God want to bless you. As soon as God opens the door for you, you have to be fine. Oh, 
So verse 10 says, so Hiram, the pureness of God, gave Solomon, the peace of God, cedar trees and fire trees according to all his desire. Now we talk to people getting into praise. Look here. This is what the pureness of God and the peacefulness of God will do. It'll bring in cedar trees and fire trees. That means that it'll bring in deep roots of praise in your life. Now we're getting into praise. See, when you start allowing the pureness of God to be in covenant with the peace of God, and that pureness start drawing from the spiritual realm, that's what it's doing. And right over here, you prepare the temple. And it starts preparing that foundation for that temple. What happens is that the foundation is on ground level. That's where the roots are. He said, look here. He brought all you desire. I'm going to bring five trees and cedar trees to you, which means that's going to be a deep root of praise in your heart. Well, y'all just proved that this morning. Y'all just proved that this morning. The church came to praise God. The church came to praise God. See, the first thing you do is come through that door, and you ain't prepared to praise God. You come through, you come The praise team look back there and praise God. You did what you're supposed to do. The protocol. But as soon as you came up in here with some old crazy spirit, you don't sound like that. You don't sound like that. Doesn't that woman used to look in here with prime jeans? You know what I'm saying? Really saying he doesn't know it. Ain't no. Come through the door mad. Then you put your face on it. And you're mad as hell inside. Boy, got hell on me. And then you go up in there and pray to God and hell on me. And then you come out here and hop out and pray to God. And you can see hell on me. Amen. 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 She said, look here, I'll put a deep root of praise in you, all you desire. And what the word said, it said it gave you the tree, the fire tree, all that they desire. And I love the way God do it. I love the way God do it. But he teaching this old boy. He helping this old boy here. That's why they don't want to kill us. You know, you know, you know, you know. Like you say, look, this place is, is for this one word. That word need versus want. That's what devil didn't want the people to get. That's why Friday night, they usually don't have never turn people away. They don't have never standing room on it. They be turning people away. Did nobody get turned away Friday? And first thing the man say, that's why. Because, see, they'll be able to keep it understand that they need to come out there with property and they'll be able to go. 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 Start saying, God, I want this. I'm your son. I want this. And your words say this. Put the word back on me. Go on and walk on like Jesus did with the feed tree. Mm-hmm. 
Where that come from, brother? Verse 11 says, And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household. There's a covenant here, 20,000. Got the number, it comes up to two, two is the covenant of God. So there's a covenant between the two to allow God to feed his flock. You gotta be in covenant. See, in order for us, in order for me to feed you, and you to be fed by me, me and you gotta be in covenant. You know, where you gotta be, I gotta be willing to listen to God, that's a covenant. And you gotta be listening, willing to listen to what God is telling me. We gotta be in covenant too. See, the covenant runs like a 90 degree angle. It goes down and from God to me, from me to you. It's a 90 degree angle. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Masonic secret. See, Americans don't know. They think that the Masons don't have but I think how, how many degrees over here in America, but in all actuality, 33 degrees, but in all actuality, the Masons have 90 degrees. I'm talking about real Masons. Solomon started in Masons. So if it's 90 degrees in it, then why is it that the Americans, with their little so-called secret order, just got 33 degrees? Well, it's the same way. Why is it that the church don't teach you what they're supposed to teach you? To keep you dumb. So that you can keep paying your money to them. If you're going to pay your money, pay your money where the money is worthy to be paid that. Just don't go for cornflakes when you can get the best. Don't do that. Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures a week for the food to his household, and 20 measures of pure heart. It's got to be a covenant between the anointing and you, too. He thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. That means every season, continuously. Year by year means it's a perpetual thing. There is a covenant between God and man. Look at 1 Corinthians 3 9. 1 Corinthians 3 9. It says, For we are laborers together with God. We're co laborers with Him. 1 Corinthians 3 9. And we are God's husbandry. That means that we are His field. We, don't y'all know that we what God made His seed thing? Yes. That's what we are. So that more God can grow up in the of God. Now, how is it if 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 first Corinthians 9, I think, in it? Verse 9 around uh, chapter 9, around verse 10, somewhere on that. Don't then it talk about that 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 God uh, he ministers both seed to the soul and food for your bread. Is that where it is? That's pretty good. You got it. It's in the Is it who? Yes. First Corinthians 9. You go in the game my book. Anyway, what it's telling us here is that God multiplies seed to the soul. To the soul. You see it? Yeah. Where is that at? Uh, first man, 
Verse 97. Yeah, but we have some of the spiritual things. I believe that we shall be. I think it's another verse somewhere. It could be in Second uh, Corinthians. But uh, it's in here about how you sow to the, uh, how God has sown to, he gives seed to the soul. Bring away that scripture Where God gives seed, both seed to the soul, the food for the bread, to multiply the seeds that are sown and add to the increase of your righteousness. It's over there in this. Okay, read it, but. Now he that ministers seed and soul, uh -huh. both ministers bread for your food, uh -huh. and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. See, that's God who does what? He adds seed to the soul. See, God gives us seed to sow. But a lot of us eat the seed. Yeah. And, and if you eat the, that's what I've been trying to teach. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you eat the seed, then you don't get no harvest, see? Because if you don't sow nothing, you can't get nothing. See, it's, you've got to understand that it's God is the one that gives you the power to attain wealth. It's God the one that does this. You've got to understand that it's God the one that gives you the seed, not for you to eat, not for you to hold for yourself. But the word of God says that he gives the seed to the soul. And in the midst of giving the seed for you to sow, he also gives you bread for your food. So what we do is we don't trust God enough. So we take the seed and we eat it. Yeah, we But God's word say, look, I'm going to give you seed for you to sow. And I'm going to give you food. Notice the food didn't come until after the seed was sown. Now, if you don't sow the seed, then you kill your food source. You, huh? You better hear me. You kill your food. If, let me tell you something right now. If you lack for anything, God gave you the seed for you to do a job in him with. But you ate it. You took it for yourself. You stole from God. And now you got holes in your pocket. That's word. And until you get back on track, you're going to continue to have holes in your pocket. Because you didn't trust God. So when you got the seed, you looked over there in your cup. Now you forgot about God said I'm going to give you both seeds for the soul and I'm going to give you food for your bread, bread for your food. But what happened was you took your eye off what God said and you looked at the situation over here. That's the part of the That's why we're in the condition that we're in today if you're in that condition. That's why. Yeah, that God didn't give you seed. Is that when God gave you feed, you keep looking at your situation. You start looking at your situation, start looking at God. Who report you gonna be? The report of the situation or the report of the law? It's very simple. 
It's a very simple thing to do. Very simple. Very simple. Very simple. Back over here to First Kings. First Kings, fifth chapter. Verse 20. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom, uh huh, as he promised him. And there was peace between pureness and peace. Yeah. The spirit was peaceful. Mm -hmm. And they, too, made a what? Yeah. That's the covenant. Together. And King Solomon, now what? Watch what happens here. Watch this. Raise the leg. You know what that word leg means? To discomfort your soul. Did you not know that peace of God would discomfort you? Notice what it did. King Solomon, the spirit of peace with him, it raised a what in you? It made you go high. But you didn't want to go high. That's why the word said it means it discomforted you. It took you out of your comfort zone. See, it takes us out of our comfort zone to do more for God. That's all y'all. So that you can make your decision on your own. 
about how far you want to go with this. Where you want to go with this with us. Get up. You, you got to make that decision. And God will accommodate whatever decision that you make. Understand, whatever decision you make, that's the one you live with. If you're getting mad and what's talking about nothing, but ain't nobody got time for that. All the way. All the way. All the way. But I'm just giving everybody a chance to move with God. Do you understand what I'm trying to do, y'all? I'm trying to give everybody a chance to move with God. What did the Lord say? He raised that letter out of all Israel. And the letter was 30,000 men, meaning that man got to be resurrected. And he sent to them, he sent them to that white mountain of pyramid. See, when he raised, put that letter on you, where is he taking you? Where is he sending you? He's sending you up top to that place of purity. Okay. All right. He sent them to Lebanon 10,000 a month by course. A month they were in Lebanon and two months at home. You see that? And a donaram was over the land. A donaram means a, a donaram means Lord Pike. He was over the land. That's God saying. That's that seraphim angel telling John, John, if you want to see and know what's going going on, you got to come up here. I'm not coming down there. You got to come up here. I'm not coming down here talking because you're talking. I don't understand what he's talking. Well, you need to get to study. That's why we got to, that's why we get these uh, CDs out and don't sell them. If you don't understand, it ain't our fault. All you gotta do is get your Bible and sit yourself down and study with that word. That's all you gotta do. That's why we prolifically do it the way we do it here. We take the word. We tell you where we are in the Word so that when you get the CD or you listen to it on iTunes or the internet or wherever you're listening to it at, you can sit there, you can stop and go when you want to, when you need to, you can pause it and get an understanding. I mean, it's as simple as that. There is no excuse. No excuse. I looked at a movie last night called Left Behind. I think it was last night. And it's a sad situation to be left behind. It is. He said that he's going to send them by course, month by month. They're going to be home a month, 10 of them, 10, 10,000 of them. 10 represents unity. The unity of it, because it adds up to one. See, when you go up top, what he's saying is we got to go in unity. When you go up top, when you by yourself, when you go up top with God, you got to be unified with him. And that word month means he sent him up by faith. He sent him up by faith. And then he sends him home for two months. He that covenant of faith that you have, when you get what you get up there by faith, you got to bring it back and make it a covenant with yourself. In other words, you got to be in agreement with what it is you get up top. In other words, when you receive the word of God here, when you take it with you, you got to be in covenant with that fire. You just can't just... Let it go in and let no that thing you gotta go and think about this thing. You can't just leave up out of here and then holler about well, what we gonna eat. 
and forget about the Word. But while you're cooking and while you're eating, you still need to be trying to... It's something in this Word that should have caught you to make you want to think about yourself. Did you hear me? It's enough that God has given from here today and every day that somebody's standing in public. There's something you ought to be able to catch that'll hold your attention. I know you ain't going to get it all, but it ought to be something that you can catch to build on. It should be. It should be. Word of the Lord said, verse 15, And Solomon had three score and ten thousand, and he bare burdens, that bare the burdens, and four score thousand years in the mountain. Watch this. Solomon, the spirit of the living God, the peace, the peace of God. It had three score and ten thousand. Three score. And three plus ten thousand counts up to one. Let me show you how it counts. Okay, we'll count it two ways. Ten thousand. One plus zero plus zero plus zero plus zero. You know, it adds up to one, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the three, the three score. I know three score is sixty years, but we're just dealing with three right now. So add the three and one, you got four. The word four means totalness. So watch this. Solomon took. That's why you got to know how to count the numbers. Because there's a mystery in the numbers. Solomon had three score and ten thousand that bear burdens. Doesn't First Peter 5 7 say, Cast all your care, the burden, upon me, for I care for you? Huh? Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you. He makes it specifically, he cares for you. I mean, y'all know, God's care for you. I don't care what you've been through. You got to remember, God care for you. You got to remember, we can help you. If you get burned down, call. Don't go through that by yourself. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. The devil will, will close you off. Amen. And have you, you know, wrapping it in your head, playing with you. Yeah. When all you got to do is wait to call. You know what I mean? Solomon had three score and 10,000 that bear burdens. What this means is that. Come back to four. We have to totally turn over all our burdens to God. Totally. 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 Don't hold nothing. He said, turn it over here. Now. And four score thousand viewers in the mountain. You've got to have a total commitment to hew out those things in the spirit and not allow those things in the flesh to come in. It's a job. Three score and ten thousand. Sixty. Three score is sixty. Six plus zero is six. Plus the ten thousand, which equals out to one. Six plus one is what? Seven. Seven is the perfect will of God. So it's God's perfect will. You see how you can take the numbers and get a revelation? That's why the Bible says in the book of Revelation, let him to have his and understand kind of knowledge. Anybody can't count the numbers. Preachers don't know how to count the numbers. They don't know. You ever heard of counting like you do here? Have you? But that you can take the whole, why you think they call the book of numbers the book of numbers? 
He's written by number. It's, it's a numeric system that brings a revelation. So when you take and you bring in the fact it is God's perfect will. Number seven. That we totally turn over our burden on him. That's what he's telling us. That's exactly what he's telling us. Give me a couple more minutes. Two, three more minutes. I'm going to try to finish the church. Besides the chief of Solomon's officers, which worked over the work, now notice here, 3,300 which ruled over the people that brought in the work. All right. Watch this. I need some more revelation. Got some more numbers. Give me some. Watch this. Those chiefs of Solomon officers represent the angelic force of the spirit of peace in us. The spirit of peace has an angelic hierarchy that helps to prepare and build the stimulate us. Y'all do know the angels help us. Y'all do know that. Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing we got to understand. We're talking about those that were involved in this work of the temple. This is a spiritual thing. There's something happening from the unseen and bringing it into the seen. First of all, besides the chief of Solomon's officers, that's that angelic power in, in the spirit realm, which were over the work of the building of the temple. That's what it's talking about. There were also 3,300 captain numbers. You got the six, right? Three and three is what? All right, now. What's the number six? Man, watch this. Now remember, now, not only has God placed the angelic hierarchy over this work, but he also placed man, which ruled over the people that brought in the work. Now, amen. He placed man over it too, right? Look at Ephesians 4.11. He made some apostles. Oh, he, it, hey, good God Almighty. He made some apostles. He made some prophets. He made some evangelists. He made some pastors. And he made some teachers for what? To build his temple. To build his temple. Is not the word of God true? Is it not a mystery? You see the difference between. You understand, you, you understand this thing now that you understand. It's totally different. Hey, kingdom knowledge. I'm talking about kingdom knowledge. 98% of the church don't have what you got. You ought to really be glad to know what you got. This man get a hold on you. There's no way you'll go back and get inside the mountain seat after they ate the old corn. And they couldn't eat the old corn until they got into their next seat. And they had to raise the pot. He raised the leg. And then after they ate the old corn, which is the ancient word of God, that, that ancient knowledge, that secret knowledge, what happened? Man ceased. Church, we use both man. I don't need no more now. Give me the old part of the corn. And the fruit of the land. Okay. That's what he said again. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word. So we're going to get a lot. Amen. We're going to get a lot. And I'm proud of y'all. And I'm proud of God 
for allowing us to have this diet. Because I used to sit in church sick like my man from Atlanta the other day. Wondering, what's wrong with me? No, nah, ain't nothing wrong with me. It's them. I'm more. more. Time is the same old, same old. That give up. All I do is speak the word. See, God works to do it. All the work that I do is stand up. Just stand in the word. I keep telling you that. Don't stand on it. Why? Because we forget our you know, a disciple, they they notorious at going to sleep. So I keep reminding them to stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. In verse 17, I'm going 18. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. And King, and the King commanded, and they brought, y'all understand, he's working on this thing. Man and man, that's cool. 17 said, and the King commanded, and they brought great stones. Wow, now remember, stones represent thoughts. Revelation. They, they brought costly stones, uh huh, and huge stones to lay the foundation of the house. Three things it takes to lay this foundation to build this temple right. We're talking about building the spiritual temple, yeah? Well, we are a church, right? Mm -hmm. And the Spirit of God dwells in us. It takes great revelation from God. Do you not get it here? Amen. It takes costly stones or costly thoughts from the Lord. Do you not get it here? Mm -hmm. And it takes huge stones. That means that they got to be properly edified to the people. They got to be properly taught so that you can know how to use them. Otherwise, you're going to let that foundation rock. You'll have somebody real crooked. There you go. You'll be looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame. And verse 18 said, And Solomon's builders, uh huh, the builders of peace, and Hiram builders, the builders of purity, did you build? They were in covenant, right? They hewed those thoughts. See? You see what's happening? Two things working in your mind to make these thoughts right the spirit of peace and the spirit of purity. And the stone squares, hmm. Now, this stone square is the chain of healings. Watch this. Psalm 121 verse 1 says, I will lift up my eyes into the healing. It's coming down here. Here is a chain of thoughts or methodology of the building of the temple. That's what that is, those stone squares. It means chain of healings. In other words, it's a chain of high thoughts. Now, notice now, look what they did. So they prepared temple stones to build a house. We're talking about laying the foundation. You lay a foundation with a chain of healing, stone square. They were one. In other words, that was a chain of revelatory thoughts that you got that. You got to do. Because here's what happened. If you, if this is what happened now, this is the church come close. This is what happened. Here's where the church has gone wrong. They laid the foundation, but they didn't use the chain of healing. They mixed in iron with the clay. They mixed in the world with the spirit and laid the foundation. And they brought in that, 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 that false pseudo-Christian mentality in the church. But they covered up on events and spectacles and how you're going to get rich and get your stuff. But... See, if you could just remember what God said, lay it in the spirit, because he said, I bless you in all spiritual eternal places. I bless you, I, I bless you with all blessings in spiritual heavenly places in Christ. That's what he tells us. He's already blessed us with everything we've got. 
He told us to lay the foundation with a chain of revelatory thoughts. And that's what I want you to build it on. You can't build this temple inside of you. Listen, one, one minute you're listening to this over here, the next minute you're listening to this over here, one minute you got God as being supreme, the next minute you got God as a Santa Claus, me young Santa You can't build a temple like that. You can't build a temple on every week coming in here telling y'all how God gonna bless y'all with money. That can't do it. Thank you. You gotta do something before you get there. It's a false doctrine if you don't teach the people how to lay the foundation and build on. And the only way you can lay this foundation and lay it properly is that you got a chain of heels, revelatory thoughts. You mix that clay in on it, and wherever it's weak at, that's where it's gonna lean. I'm talking about the temple. If you build it on money, if you build it on the prosperity of the world, it'll fall on you. I don't preach that gospel to the people. I preach the word of God. And if you get a hold of this, you'll get everything else. Because the Bible says that if you seek me, ye first the kingdom, not the church, but the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all of these other things will be added unto you. Take no thought. So if you're going to listen to a preacher, listen to a preacher that's telling you the truth about the situation and not mixing in playing iron. You listen to somebody showing you in this book. We done got away from the book. We preach an hour, hour and a half, and ain't the book ain't nowhere. And the scriptures they do, they don't break down. They go off on a tangent. Start telling you a bunch of lies, give you a false hope. Church, if we live in like hell, we ain't got nothing to That Now, that's the truth. And the reason I tell you the truth, so that when I tell you the truth, we get it right, so that we can receive from the Lord. But if I don't tell you the truth and you keep living a lot, your blood's gonna be on my hands. Right. And you ain't gonna never, you're gonna be mad at me too because you're gonna say, well, he, he didn't tell us that. So you're gonna keep hotting me either way I go. If I tell you the truth, you're gonna be mad. Sometimes you don't even gotta be mad. It's alright. And if I don't tell you the truth and you find out the truth, then you're gonna be mad. So you're gonna be hot at some time or another, it don't make no difference. All people get mad at the preacher at some time or another. Preacher can't worry about that. Preacher God's a preacher word. Go on about his business. Now what you do when you do it. God bless you. Come on up, Brother, come up and pray for me. Amen. Give God some hands up in here.